You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. KJ, in this segment, we'll take a look at some of the early lines in the NFL and which ones kind of pop off the page. And I was doing my research for this segment last night as I was laying in bed, and one of these lines, I literally gasped, like audibly gasped. And my husband was like, what happened? I was like, I was looking at these lines, and the Texans are getting 17 points. 17 points! Did you see that and like think, oh my God, 17 points? I know it's the Texans, but good God. Well, you know, the thing is, some of these teams, when they get bad, it gets worse. You know, I, I we'll get to the <laughs> game, but that was just an incredible tease because I was ready to call my wife and like, hey, look, you may want to tune into the Twitch at BetQL because Chelsea <laughs> like jumped out of bed over something. And I don't know what it, that is, but. I'm intrigued. And then you said the Texans. I said, oh, it's the Texans. But, you know, they oh, say yeah. 80% tees, 20% delivery. And that's what you're looking at with the Texans. So them being a 17-point dog, I think is just a way to see if some people attempted to lay money to say, I think they're going to cover. I think they'll cover. You know, so it's a tempting bet, but we'll get to it shortly. That's another team. I think when you're in that territory, those are games that I don't really want to touch with a 10-foot pole. Because, like, right. what are there's a reason the line is so big. Like, the Texans are very bad. They have no reason to win games right now. Uh, I feel like there's questions even at quarterback. I'm not going to lie. I haven't paid super close attention to the Texans. I think it's just I a matter of. I was last week. I'm just kidding. I, was <laughs> I think it's just a matter of, you know, when you see that many points, you're like, all right, well, what if the Cowboys win, you know, 14 nothing or something? But it's hard to make that case when the Cowboys put a three, 33 spot in the fourth quarter against the Colts. And what was the final score of that game? They scored, what, 54 points? Something yeah, crazy come on like Mattress that. Mac down in, come on, Mattress Mac down in Houston. Play that money line this week on the, on, on the Texans if you, if you know something. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Mattress Mac because I think in the last few years, people think that Mattress Mac only bets on Houston teams when they are good. Back when yeah. my husband was playing for the Astros, when the Astros yeah. were very bad, Mattress Mac had some kind of promo that if the Astros lost 100 games, he yep. would like give away free mattresses or something. So right. at that point in time, my husband was like not a huge Mattress Mac fan because they would run <laughs> these promos during the game. Like, what Don't take it doing? personal. It's, it's, it's just a big bet, right? So, yeah, that's like the guy right. here in New England. Um, I don't want to mention his, his business, um, but uh, major furniture owner, betting and so forth. He had bet that if the Red Sox had won the World Series, like people would get their furniture for free. Well, for 90 years, that was a great bet that wouldn't pay off. 
then they win it. Right. And like, like it took two years to recover of all the stuff he had to give away for free. Now it's like, if the Red Sox throw a no hitter by this date, right? So it has to happen by a particular date. Then there's a chance at the free furniture, which if you've seen the Red Sox pitching staff, Oh my God, that might go on for 90 years before that pays off. So, so yeah. So some of these guys, man, the idea is like it is in betting. You can, you can short fade or you can go with the favorite and, who knows? Mattress Mac may put a hundred thousand dollars down on the money line on the Texans this week, and they pull the upset off. And my gosh, Mattress Mac can give away furniture. <laughs> oh my goodness! I think the most memorable uh, uh, promotion, I guess you would call it, that I remember in Boston is the one where it's I think it's ninety nine bar, and they say kids eat free when the, free Red, Sox when the win. Red Sox win, and then yep. the Red Sox have these long losing streaks, and the media's oh, yeah. like. The kids in kids New England are starving. Days. Yeah, kids have not <laughs> eaten for free in 27 days. Yeah. But the popcorn, since we're going to say the name of like, that's the whole trick to 99 is like they bring you out the popcorn to start off. Like my daughter loves 99. So, yeah. So my kid didn't eat for a whole month for free. I was like, okay, <laughs> we'll pay for it. <laughs> I will say I've but been I'm to going... 99 bar. It's pretty good. Uh, I've only, it's a chain restaurant, right? Always. If, I'm or is sorry. it? <laughs> that's. Yes, it is. I is almost it just in Boston? There. Is it just in New yeah, it's England? A great, it's, it's a greater New England thing. You got some in Connecticut, but they're mostly like all around. Like it, It's like set up as a bar like in downtown Boston, and then it's spread out. So I forgot the name, uh, the reason why. I think the name 99, don't quote me, comes from the fire, either the fire station or something like that. I mean, it's a, It was a, pers- a guy's personal reasoning for calling it 99 wow we just you know like hey call our call our business yeah in case today. you uh, in case you needed this useless information uh you to go us. about <laughs> your day all right well let's get to some of these week 14 nfl lines because we do this segment so maybe you can get ahead of some of these lines before they move right. because in sports betting uh getting closing line value is super important sometimes you can the the difference between winning and losing a bet is getting these early numbers before they make some big moves. So that's why we do this. Let's start with Thursday night football, the Raiders at the Rams, the Raiders lying six here and the total 44 and a half. I know the Rams don't have a ton going for them, but still the Raiders as a six point favorite on the road seems like a lot. It is a lot because the Raiders are the worst against the spread as a favorite on the road, 0-3. But that changes because the Rams have absolutely nothing. No Aaron Donald, no Matthew Stafford, no Cooper Cup, no chance, as Triple H would say in the WWE. So look, you know, look for the Raiders. They're on a roll. It saved Josh McDaniels. Maybe they've kind of had a, you know, let's hold hands in prayer versus standing in our own corners when we pray together. And the Raiders are dangerous because the way the AFC playoff window is shaking out, like it's almost kind of like if you don't have eight losses, you still have a chance. And so by the way, Raiders winning three and a, uh, three straight and on the road as a favorite, which five weeks ago, you've been like, ha, 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 that's funny. But now I think that 0-3 goes to 1-4. and They, I think they easily cover. I don't know. I'm not so sure. I think it is the Raiders that win, but I'm not sure if they cover. Because here was the surprise of the weekend. I actually enjoyed watching that Rams and Seahawks game that actually went down to the final few minutes. Uh, If you remember that game on uh, Sunday between two NFC West uh, teams. 
So I know that the Rams have nobody, and they've been one of the most disappointing teams across the entire NFL this year. But like you said, the injuries are starting to actually mount up, and this is a Raiders team that actually is gaining some steam. And I think sometimes we forget the weapons that the Raiders have. Remember the start of the season where people thought, oh, maybe the Raiders can make some waves because they have Devontae Adams. And we see it late in games where Devontae Adams rears his head and nobody can guard him. So I feel like that's probably the case here, uh, even for this Rams defense that once was good, but mm, I don't think they're so good anymore. So I think it's probably the Raiders, but I don't think this is a game that I particularly want to bet on a side here. Let's go to Sunday, where uh, a yeah. game that kind of jumped off the page as well, not as much as the Texans game, but the Jets and the Bills. The Jets are getting nine and a half points, the total 44 and a half. KJ, does the spread seem a bit large to you? Mm, not really, because here's what's crazy. As impressive that as Mike White has been, over these last couple of games. That's two weeks of film that Buffalo can study of his tendencies, what he likes to do, what he's bad at, and plus it'll be on the road. So, you know, look, that Jets team that won the game at, you know, at MetLife a few weeks ago, I is starting to kind of peel a little bit on its paint, if you will. So I would be concerned that the excitement of, you know, what was, you know, getting rid of Zach Wilson as your starting quarterback, and, and that, the Mike White excitement will kind of fade. Again, when they played the Vikings and that game was close, pretty much came down to a last play. You're talking about a Vikings team who's, you know, in terms of giving up passing yards, they're like 30th, 31st in the league. So they're pretty bad. With the Bills, that's not going to be the case. Sure, there's no Von Miller, but there's a there's still a core of defensive players for Buffalo that I think will probably maybe get a couple turnovers out of Mike White. And surprisingly, the Bills running game is much better this season than it has been in the last couple on top of the passing game. So this might be one of those things. This might be one of those games where the spread looks like it's, you know, like the Jets are going to cover probably at the beginning of the fourth quarter and then the game get away from them. Yeah, I think this is probably the end of the road for the Mike White uh, explosion, because if you look at the past couple of games uh, for Mike White, He's gone against some terrible defenses against the Vikings. Like you said, that's one of the worst secondaries in the league and against uh, the bears. That's not a good defense either. They trade away all their best pieces. And I think even Eddie Jackson got hurt in like the second quarter of that game. So this is a taller task uh, facing this bills team. However, the trend with the bills that's really surprising is how hot they've been to the under three and nine over under record, which means nine of their games this year have hit the under because of their troubles in the red zone. And also their defense is pretty solid. So uh, with a total of 44, that's pretty low, but I think that's my initial lean here is maybe taking a look at the under uh, KJ, any of these other games kind of uh, pique your interest. Cause we all know, I want to talk about the Texans and the Cowboys at some point. Um, probably the one that jumps out at me would be, Baltimore at Pittsburgh, where the Ravens are the dogs at plus 115. And here's why I think it's interesting is because um, going from Lamar Jackson to Huntley, are you really changing that much in the ability to scramble and run the ball? Does the offense really change? It's not like, say, taking Joe Burrow out of the game and wondering how do you get to the three deep threats. It's, it's that offense is designed to get to the tight ends, hand off the ball, take off – 
when you need to. That last drive where would eventually win the game for them said, hey, maybe Baltimore could still be the same Baltimore to some extent without Lamar Jackson. And they haven't been putting up a bunch of points lately. So if you can get ugly wins pretty much playing the same style of ball, because that's what happens with a lot of teams, is when your starting quarterback goes out, you're like, oh, gosh, can we play the same game that we've been playing before? And I say, yeah, you can with Huntley. So I'm surprised. I would be to to, to take the Ravens uh, on the plus on the uh, on the plus side on this game to beat the Steelers. I I, I would take them on yeah. the money line. Well, and especially if the line's three, because that's a key yeah. number, and almost just blindly taking it. Because when you have a low total game, the total on this one is 37. And if you think points are going to be at a premium, and if you think it's going to be a field goal game, I think the Ravens uh, can do enough to cover here, especially the fact that they have such a good field goal kicker in Justin Tucker. What you said about Tyler Huntley is uh, it's it's funny to, pe- to me because I was saying the exact same thing because I had the Ravens in a teaser this past week, and I saw right. Tyler Huntley come in. I was like, oh, well, it's fine. He's the same style of quarterback as right. Lamar Jackson. He's actually pretty good immediately. He throws an interception and I'm saying, well, it's fine. Uh, He's still pretty good. Immediately throws another interception. So I tend to side with you and saying, well, they don't have to change a lot about their offense because, you know, it's the same style of of quarterback, but also you're getting a good Ravens team getting three points. And I think this is kind of a sell high uh, spot for the Steelers because it's one thing when the Steelers are getting points, and we have been playing the Steelers on the show and saying, oh, well, they're getting points. They're getting points. They're getting points. Now they are laying points. And we're still talking about Kenny Pickett here and a Steelers team that defensively is very solid, but on the offensive end still has some things uh, to be desired. So we are on the same side there as I will probably be on the Ravens uh, getting three. Let's talk about this Cowboys-Texans game. <laughs> we got 17 points. Number one, this has to be the largest spread of the year, Correct. Wasn't there a 19 earlier, or was that last season? Was last season? I don't season, think there was, was a 19 this year. Maybe right? that was last year. Who would have that have been? It was the Texans. It was still it the had... Texans, right? We already we already know who it was, right? It's just a matter of I think I think maybe last year the Texans were a 19 point dog, but what's 19 to 17, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's not like, like 17 and 19 are key numbers. <laughs> the right. key number you know, the... is 17. But you know when you see that 17 number, you're saying that they are going to be down by more than three scores if you're going to take the Cowboys and the points. I I think it's a bit inflated. Maybe that number comes down to 15, 15 and a half by the end of the week. I think that number comes down a little bit just because I don't see how how they're going to see any action on on, on minus 17. It's – it's different though because I think it, because it's the Cowboys, they're such a publicly bet team, and they're coming right. off a game in which they scored fifty-four points. So a lot of people will see that and say, "Well, if anybody can cover a big spread, it's probably the Cowboys." Even though I Suckers. would say, <laughs> I would say like the only team that I would want to lay that big of a number with is a team that's very good offensively. The problem with the Cowboys is I would not be surprised if they are up big that they're just going to run the football. Why would they care to beat the Texans by this many points? Uh, I just don't see it. So if there's any side, I think I'd be on the Texans, even though that's not really All right. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.